What's the best podcast hosting? 2024 edition. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and I can now say Hall of Fame inductee Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you so much for that support. I will have an episode soon with the kind of extended edition of my acceptance speech because there was so much more I wish I could have said, but I was limited on time. I want to explain more of why some of these people influenced me and more about what it means to me and so much more. So that is coming in a future episode to celebrate podcasting together, as well as I'd really like to shine the light on how others have inspired me so that you can be inspired and inspire others too. That's coming in the near future. Right now, I want to focus on something I haven't really touched on in uh, maybe 10 years or so. That's the best podcast hosting providers out there, and at least the 2024 edition of this, because this has changed. Now, why do you need podcast hosting? Well, to host your podcast. Episode's over. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Now, you want it for the basic stuff is to help you distribute your show, not distribute your show for you. That's really your job. But you want the help to distribute it. You want the stability, the reliability, the speed of it. You want to understand your reach through analytics, statistics, any kind of measurement and guidelines there. And also now podcast hosting can help you with a lot more too, like helping you grow your audience or monetize your podcast or so many other things that you're going to learn from this that some of these hosting providers offer. So if you want to follow along in the notes for this episode, there's simple tap or swipe away or go to the audacity to podcast.com slash hosting 24. And at some point in the future, I'll update this list again. Let's hope it doesn't take 10 more years to update it though. But speaking of 10 years, podcast hosting has changed over the years significantly. As the podcasting industry is innovating and there are new ways to engage, grow, and monetize, podcast hosting providers have to keep up. Years ago, all we needed from a podcast hosting provider was storage, bandwidth, stats, and maybe their RSS feed, because you might have actually wanted to generate that separately in the past. And back then, also, if your show was big enough, you might have had a chance at getting sponsors through your hosting provider. I've had some sponsors, thanks to Blueberry and Libsyn in the past. Now, that's not so much all that your hosting provider does. And some of these hosting providers don't even offer sponsorship network opportunities like that, but they offer newer, more dynamic, <laughs> play on words there, opportunities for you to monetize your podcast in more modern ways. Today, podcast hosting includes so many more innovative new features like that. The other stuff they offer is like dynamic content insertion. It's not only for ads, by the way. That's why I say dynamic content insertion. It can be any kind of content. Or automatic processing for audio, images, and video. Content creation assistance, marketing tools, engagement outlets, and even built-in ways to monetize your podcast directly from your audience. That is why I've taken a lot of time to reconsider my recommendations for podcast hosting providers. And this is now my new list going forward. And what I've been recommending in communities here and there for a little while, and I'm ready to say these are my official recommendations. And as you'll quickly notice, there is no single best podcast hosting provider because it really depends on your needs. 
Thus, I hope the following will help you make the right choice for your podcast, because it's not only about, this is the number one best podcast hosting provider ever. No, it's not that. It's what's best for your needs and your podcast. Your needs might be completely different than mine, and your needs might be completely different from another listener's needs. That's why I break this down into different categories of needs. This is the best for this need. This is the best for that need. And here are some things for you to consider so that you can make the right choice, even if you don't use any of these. I want you to be on the right platform, even if I don't get paid for it. And speaking of getting paid for it, yes, I am an affiliate for most of these providers that I'm going to mention. I earn from qualifying purchases only through my links or promo codes, which you have to go to the website or the notes, theaudacity2podcast.com slash hosting24 to even get those links. So I am not being paid or compensated by any of these companies right now to simply talk about them. No one's paying me. In fact, none of them are even hearing this episode before I publish it. I get compensated only if you join through one of my links. And I would love it if you would. But I do want you to understand, I do get compensated through some of these. Nonetheless, you've heard me say this in the past, I'll say it again, I recommend things I truly believe in, regardless of earnings. So let's get to the list. First, and this isn't like a number one, number two, number three kind of thing, so you're not going to hear me say numbers, just this is the first on my list. It's the best all-inclusive podcast hosting, also for multiple shows, Captivate. Captivate's podcast hosting has been revolutionary. They offer the most extensive range of features, not merely the typical media hosting and analytics features that everybody offers, but even features to help you manage your content and monetization. Their dynamic content insertion tool called Amy is, in my opinion, the best in the industry. Yes, you can use it for inserting ads, but you can do so much more with it, like using it for any kind of content. That's why I keep saying dynamic content insertion, not dynamic ad insertion. Don't just think about ads. Think about anything else you could do, like announcements about an upcoming episode, or like Dave Jackson with his School of Podcasting uses his dynamic content tools to promote his question of the month. So if you download an episode this month of his podcast, even one of his older episodes, you're going to hear a promotion for this month's question of the month even if you're listening to an episode from a year ago. That's the kind of power that you get with dynamic content insertion. And I love Captivate's system called Amy. Plus, Amy makes it quick and easy to prepare old episodes, like your entire back catalog, for that dynamic content, even replacing old ads. As simple as painting over them. That's even what they call it. They call it the ad painter in their system or painting over it. That's what it's doing. It's like you're in your audio editor and you're selecting the range of audio and then you're saying, this is the range that I want to replace with this other dynamic content. You can do a lot with Amy. You can also monetize your podcast directly from your audience through Captivate's membership system and donations or exclusive content and more. And if you have multiple shows, Captivate lets you run your whole podcast network with a single subscription. Several other places require you to pay for each additional show or have completely separate accounts, each with their own subscriptions that you pay for as well. But Captivate lets you do that with a single subscription. 
And the cheapest plan already offers up to three shows at no extra cost. And that goes up depending on the higher plans, but it's basically based on the size of your audience. Their whole pricing is really based on the size of your audience, either the overall podcast audience downloading your podcast and how many downloads you get per month, or also the membership aspect of your audience if you're selling a membership. Some of the lower tiers have smaller limits on that, but certain features aren't locked into only the more expensive plans. It's really just the numbers that change as the plans go up. On top of this, Captivate has the best podcasting 2.0 support in the industry right now. There's so much more I could say about Captivate, but I don't want this whole episode to be only about this one provider as much as I do recommend them. Captivate is my top recommendation. It's not the number one for everyone, but I think for most it is because they have so many features included in their system. Even booking your guests and preparing your episodes, that's all built into their system. It's really cool what you can do with it. So that's why it is generally my top recommendation for most podcasters. I had the honor and pleasure of serving on Captivate's advisory board until Captivate was acquired. But lest you think I'm recommending Captivate only because I was on the advisory board, it's actually the other way around. I don't recommend Captivate because I was an advisor. I accepted the role as an advisor because I liked what Captivate was doing and I wanted to help guide that in different ways. I even previously called Captivate the apple of podcast hosting because of their attention to detail and innovative developments that they've made with Captivate. And just going through the feature list on their site, there's so much more I could talk about, but I was so impressed with what they offer now, although it's not my creation at all, but I was part of the team for a while. So it really feels like seeing your child grow up and accomplish great things. It's just so neat to see everything that they've done. And it's really exciting. So check it out. I've got the link in the notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash hosting 24, or it's a tap or swipe away. And that is an affiliate link. I earn only if you join through my link, which I'd love it if you would, but that's how I earn from that. Now, an honorable mention here does go to Transistor, who offers many of the same features as Captivate, but actually Transistor allows unlimited podcasts on every plan. And when I'm saying podcasts, I don't mean episodes. I mean separate shows, separate podcasts. So you can have an unlimited number on Transistor's plan. Still, it depends on how many downloads you're getting, though, on which plan that you need to be on. But where Transistor is a little bit different with this than Captivate with their pricing model is Transistor reserves some features for their higher plans. So you're not getting everything on the lowest plan like you are with Captivate. You might need to upgrade, but again, depends on your needs. Transistor is really good and they're connected well with the podcasting industry. They're just not my top, but you wouldn't go wrong with choosing them, I would say. Still, though, I recommend Captivate higher above them. Moving on to the best WordPress-based podcast hosting, Blueberry. While all my other podcast hosting recommendations require using their publishing tools to manage your podcast RSS feed, Blueberry is my top recommendation if you want to manage your own publishing platform with WordPress. And Blueberry has always been on my list here for WordPress. WordPress lets you do almost anything with your website. Consider my own website, theaudacity2podcast.com. On the website, I publish articles, 
Sometimes with interactive charts, like my past episode about the fastest podcast hosting providers, all the kinds of charts and data on there, you couldn't do that with anything else. I could do that with my website though. I also sell video courses like my SEO for podcasters or Zoom H6 for podcasters course. I also sell a WordPress plugin through the website with automatic updates and licensing managed with that WordPress plugin. And I even sell ID3 editor licenses through the website, the audacity to podcast.com. So that's still my top ID3 editor recommendation works for Windows and Mac OS and I think even Linux. That's over at the audacity to podcast.com. You can see it on the front page. I also created multiple recommendation pages for recommending gear and microphones and software. I have countless redirects and automatic links. The notes for this episode, I did not put in every one of those hyperlinks if you're looking at the notes. Those were put in automatically. And I designed the site to look exactly how I wanted. All this extra functionality is powered by WordPress and its extensibility with plugins and themes. So I've built my own platform here with WordPress. And Blueberry's podcast hosting connects seamlessly to all of this through their free PowerPress plugin, which you can even use without Blueberry if you want to, but you get the best experience if you tie it with Blueberry. And I've been using PowerPress since, I think, 2007, shortly after I started podcasting. Originally, I was using PodPress, which was horrible. And then PowerPress came along and I switched to that because it was so much better and it's always been so much better. And I don't, I don't think PodPress is even still around anymore. While Blueberry supports the community so much that they've provided this plugin completely free for many years, and they will continue to do so, and it is the best way to turn a WordPress site into a podcast site, the best way to use PowerPress is pairing it with Blueberry's podcast hosting. Then, instead of going to another website to manage your podcast, and possibly having to then copy and paste everything from that site over to your WordPress site or copying and pasting everything from your WordPress site over to the podcast hosting site, Blueberry integrates it all right in your normal WordPress workflow. And I love that. Some of the other podcast hosting providers might offer WordPress synchronization plugins, but sometimes they do weird things or they require you to change your workflow significantly, not Blueberry. With Blueberry, it's your normal posting and writing workflow. You simply create a post like you normally would in WordPress and then upload your podcast episode and enter your episode information directly within the same post editor. You don't need to go to another website even to upload your media file. You can upload it directly through your WordPress site and then it goes into Blueberry when you've connected PowerPress to Blueberry. Blueberry is also leading the charge on including podcasting 2.0 features. That doesn't mean I think they have the best implementation or have all of them, but they are certainly super supportive of it. And I love to see that. That is really a mandate for me, for any podcast hosting company that I will wholeheartedly recommend. They must support podcasting 2.0 and not just barely supporting it, but really be involved in supporting it and being on the cutting edge. And with PowerPress, it supports even some of the experimental features. And if you really want to get on the bleeding edge of experimentation, you can even extend features of PowerPress yourself with the right tools. Blueberry's top goal is to help you build your own platform, a platform that you own and 
fully control. I can do anything on my website because I have that control. I can do anything through my podcast feed with that kind of control. No one else integrates as well with WordPress as Blueberry does. Plus, PowerPress has become such a standard for podcasting with WordPress that many podcast-ready themes, like my favorites from Second Line Themes, another affiliate link that I recommend, but I use them myself, some of these other themes have built-in support to enhance the podcast players for your website audience, and you don't have to do anything extra. It just recognizes that you're using PowerPress, you've got an episode player here, or a playlist player, and it automatically enhances it. If you want to try Blueberry, if you use my link, make sure that it's applying the promo code NOODLE so that you get a free month of Blueberry, so you can try that out. Several of these providers offer free trials. With Blueberry, you have to use my promo code, which I believe still automatically applies through the link, but just make sure it's there. Moving on then to the best, easy, slash simple podcast hosting, but without compromises. Buzzsprout. So far, my recommendations have been feature-rich and all about giving you total power over every aspect of your podcast. But with great power comes great anxiety. (laughs) Thus, I present the oasis of podcast hosting, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has always been one of the easiest-to-use podcasting platforms. But don't let the white space and simple looks fool you as it had fooled me in the past. And then I really started looking more closely at Buzzsprout and they've really started innovating. They have jumped into my top recommendations because they've innovated. And they also provide impressive extra features to help you podcast better, but still without compromising their simplicity. They offer three impressive features on top of their already great podcast hosting features. Number one, Magic Mastering. That's their system that automatically processes your podcast audio for clarity and ideal loudness. So you don't have to pay for another service. You can use that within Buzzsprout. They also offer automatic dynamic content insertion that's AI-powered, so it can find the ideal place to place your ads or other kind of content or announcements within your content. And they even offer ways to grow your own podcast or grow your wallet through these opportunities. Like you can promote your own podcast as an ad in other podcasts hosted on Buzzsprout. That's really cool. They've got that community aspect. So grow your podcast or grow your wallet with Buzzsprout. And then the number three feature is they call it co-host AI. It gives you AI-powered suggestions on the episode title, notes, chapters, transcript, and more right from your podcast publishing workflow. You don't have to go use another tool like ChatGPT or something else. It's right there in your podcast publishing workflow, and it's really good. It's important to note that some of these features do come at an upgraded cost, but they can be worth it in the time and brain cells it saves you, and they might even be a much better deal than going somewhere else and paying for these services Plus, they're right there in your podcast publishing workflow. And Buzzsprout supports podcasting 2.0 as well. They've even led the charge on specific features of podcasting 2.0. So it's really great to see them so involved in the community, supporting the community. They're a very popular podcast hosting provider. They even do offer free podcast hosting, but it does have certain limits with it, like how many episodes can stay online, And you have to keep the podcast 
or at least your account active in order for the podcast to stay online. So it's not completely free for all of your episodes, but it is a really generous program. If you just want to experiment with podcasting, then check out Buzzsprout as well. They're not really my top recommendation for a free hosting provider because they are more limited, but they are the top free provider, even though they're limited on how many episodes or how much you can publish, which is still quite generous what they offer. So if you need free, consider Buzzsprout or moving on to my next recommendation for the best free podcast hosting. If you need more episodes than Buzzsprout will allow in the free plan, then my next recommendation is Red Circle. And I do get it. These other recommendations do cost. Maybe podcasting is so much your hobby that you can't even afford the relatively low monthly fees for podcast hosting. I understand. While I still want to remind you that you get what you pay for, Red Circle is the only free podcast hosting provider that I think is worth recommending for an entire archive of a podcast. Buzzsprout's very good too. I think Red Circle for free hosting is probably the better option though. Their feature offerings aren't as advanced as my previous recommendations, but you can host your whole podcast there. And Red Circle's dynamic content insertion tools are quite nice, giving you opportunities to pay for your hosting with ads and even earn some money yourself. While I still suggest that you invest in your podcast hosting, if you absolutely need something free, and I would put that in quotation marks because nothing is ever truly free. There is some cost somewhere because someone has to pay for it. All that said, Red Circle, I think, is the way to go. Now, I have a dishonorable mention here. You probably know what's coming. Spotify for podcasters, formerly known as Anchor. Do not use them. Spotify's actions make it seem like they hate the podcast industry because they keep rather arrogantly ignoring innovations. Like, they support nothing from Podcasting 2.0. They won't even acknowledge it exists. They develop only proprietary features, and they seem more interested in having you build their platform than providing you ways for you to build your own. Because of this and more, I'm not going to make this an anti-Spotify episode, I think that the true cost of Spotify for podcasters is too high even though it's, quote, free. Uh, No, it costs too much. So I don't recommend them. I'd love to if they turn things around, but it doesn't seem like they will. If you have to go with free, use Red Circle or Buzzsprout. Then my last recommendation, the best video podcast hosting goes to Libsyn. Video podcasting is not nearly as popular as it was in the couple of years before YouTube stole the show. And don't believe the misinformation, maybe even disinformation, from corrupted surveys claiming that video podcasting is back or that most audiences prefer video podcasts. I could do a whole separate episode about that kind of stuff. All those surveys I've seen are seemingly using invalid questions, allowing seemingly invalid answers, and draw or have led to radically invalid conclusions, like the conclusion you might have heard. Most people prefer watching a video podcast. No, that's not what the data actually says. And that's not the reality of it. Okay, a little tangent aside there. All that said, if you want to do a true video podcast, and that is a video podcast with an RSS feed, 
that you can get in a podcast app, then I recommend Libsyn. Libsyn is basically the OG podcast hosting provider. They've been in this business since the beginning. And while they haven't innovated nearly as much as I wish they had, at least at this time, they still offer the best bandwidth bang for your buck, which is crucial for a video podcast, which is so much bigger than an audio podcast. But it's not only about the value and the dollars here. I recommend Libsyn for video podcasting primarily because of this huge feature specifically for video podcasting, integration with YouTube. Because YouTube is where most people go for independent video content, I suggest everyone who makes a video show to also publish on YouTube. Now that is still not podcasting. Everything on YouTube is not a podcast. You cannot get the YouTube stuff in your podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, no. Overcast, no. Pocket Casts, no. But you might find some of the same shows in multiple places, and that's because they're distributing to multiple channels. And if you have a video show and you want it to be a true video podcast that is downloadable through an RSS feed and available in podcast apps, then I also urge you to put it on YouTube and maybe even start considering some of the other platforms like Rumble and such. So if you want that exact same video show to be both on YouTube and as a real podcast downloadable through an RSS feed, Libsyn is the way to go. Because Libsyn allows you to publish only once, and then they will automatically upload your video to YouTube. The same video. So you get the video in your podcast feed and the same video uploaded to YouTube. But it doesn't stop there. I believe Libsyn is still the only provider to also bring your video stats back from YouTube and display them with your normal podcast download stats. So none of this checking your stats in two places or publishing your video here and going over there to publish it. So having to go two places for that too. Libsyn makes it easy to do both of these things, see your stats and publish your videos in one place. The link for Libsyn that's in the notes for this episode tap or swipe away or at the audacity2podcast.com slash hosting24. That link itself is not an affiliate link. The only way I earn is if you use my promo code, but I do recommend that you use my promo code, which is noodle from the old days, because that will give you not only one month free, but it really works in an interesting way because Libsyn always charges at midnight GMT on the first day of the month. So really, if you use that promo code, you get the rest of this month and all of next month for free. So if you've used it any time after midnight GMT on the first day of the month, you could get up to two months of free hosting from Libsyn. So they have some other great tools and they're building an all new interface and system. They even have some recording tools built in. But really, where they sit now in my recommendations is especially focused on true video podcasting. And you can get those links and the links to all of these other things and my promo codes that I mentioned in the notes for this episode, a simple tap or swipe away, or at the audacity2podcast.com slash hosting24. So after all of this, the best podcast hosting is the one that meets your needs. You can probably tell I rarely recommend a single option, and that's because in many areas, I think there is no single best that does everything 
for everyone in the best way. Like most things, my goal is to provide you with the information for you to make the right choice for yourself and your podcast. So my recommendations, again, are the best all-inclusive podcast hosting, also from multiple shows, Captivate, with an honorable mention to Transistor. The best WordPress-based podcast hosting is Blueberry. The best easy-slash-simple podcast hosting without compromises is Buzzsprout. The best free podcast hosting, I think, is Red Circle, with a shout-out back to Buzzsprout. And the best video podcast hosting is Libsyn. If you want these links, promo codes, they're in the notes, a simple tap or swipe away, or at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash hosting24. Now that the Audacity to Podcast is back on a more consistent basis, I am seeing those streaming Satoshis coming in through a podcasting 2.0 enabled app. Thank you so much for that. Feel free to send in a boostagram if you want it to be read in the show. It needs to be 10,000 sats or higher. That may sound like a lot, but it's, it's really not a lot. But you can do that through a modern podcasting 2.0 enabled app. And if you need a better app or want to tell your audience where to get a better app, especially since Google Podcasts is going away, check out podcastapps.com. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go start and grow your own podcast for passion and profit. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityDoPodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>